I'm overstimulated. Expect the long-awaited evolution of my brain. But if mentally we synchronize, despite what we despise, there's a chance that maybe I won't go insane. Hi, friends! Welcome to Mental Sync! Welcome to Mental Sync. It is the only show where not having a plan is the plan. Guess what, everyone? We don't know what we're talking about today, and that is on purpose. And Emily doesn't even know what the, the, the non-plan is, but I do. I don't think any Those of that's making favorite. sense. Non-plan non plans are the best. They really are the best. So what we're going to do uh, is talk about something. We, we had our last episode be super impromptu, where we just got on the hot topics of family trauma and childhood development and just and just got into it and then we're just like let's just keep recording uh and we were like that's fun so we're gonna shake it up a bit and we're we're gonna just kind of get into a hot topic and see how that goes now emily do you have your phone near you i do i do great i'm gonna facetime you okay cool and a lot of you at home are probably like why is that happening don't worry you're gonna see don't oh wow worry. it's loud it's loud yeah, you can you can turn the volume down for that though, because it's just for a visual. Cool, cool. What oh, do you there's see? a pick. It's a picker wheel. It's a picker wheel. That's right, ladies, gents, theys, and thems. We I put a bunch of topics that we were thinking about talking about on this wheel down here. I'm I'm recording this on my screen also. I'm gonna put a picture of it uh, up here so that you guys can see. We got a bunch of topics we're gonna talk about. I'm gonna spin this wheel, and we are just gonna get right into it. Sound good? Sounds chaotic but it's all right it. now everyone on the count of three one two three spin that mental health wheel so we can figure out what we're gonna talk about today Woo! <laughs> yeah! and today's conversation is <laughs> family again family again okay so we're going to talk about family, I guess. <laughs> should, should I spin it again because we just did an episode on family? Or do we want to just get into, like, other things on family? Because, like, oh, man. You know what? No, let's talk about family. We can talk about different things. Because we were talking about parenting last time. We were talking about parenting, but not family. And there are a lot of other members of the family I did uh, meet my cousin's baby, my baby's second cousin today. I actually uh -huh. just came from that. And look at this little shitter. Oh, my God. He's one year old. His name is his name is Charlie, and he's from Australia. And so oh, my mean, God. Oh, my God. This is the cutest photo this ever. This photogenic little baby is a live photo, too. And you can just it's it's oh, it's a cute one. We love live photos. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is the best thing ever. Yeah, that's a good one. So my sibling, Liv and I, just came from a little meetup with our cousin Morgan and uh, her husband and their baby, Charlie, who are visiting the United States. And oh my god, what a scrumptious little baby. Oh, just the cutest. So like we were late, um, or we weren't late, but we were planning to meet up for like coffee around 3 and then she was like, hey, I'm sorry, it was a really rough night, uh, and Charlie didn't go down until much later, and so now he's not going down for his nap, it, it might be a minute, like, can we meet up a little later? And we were like, yeah, 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 sure, of course, of course. And so it ended up being like, 
like 5.30 when we ended up uh, meeting all together. And so Liv and I were expecting like cranky, just woke up from a nap baby. You know, this <laughs> one-year-old child like wouldn't go down to sleep, has jet lag. <laughs> like, right. we were expecting cranky baby. The smiliest, mm-hmm. most sociable little little fella that i've ever seen in all my days oh my god it gave me baby fever i was playing with this little guy and i was bouncing him bouncing him on my leg and he was looking at my beard and was like that's the craziest shit i've ever seen he <laughs> said that uh and he said. he said those were his first words <laughs> and, <laughs> and um and then i went and <laughs> imagine like uh, like so you with a baby just a random baby and then all of a sudden the mom's like just sitting there oh he hasn't said many words yet and then all of a sudden that's the craziest shit <laughs> just, i've ever seen he just grabs my beard and goes this shit is nuts <laughs> just never speaks another word until the age of that's two. it yep <laughs> i'll complete mute for the following year um Oh but God. it really, yeah, no, but then and we're, we're playing and I, you know, it was crazy. He had all these little buttons on his belly. So, of course, I had to keep po- poking them and just go, like he's a phone and he liked <laughs> that. Uh, and then I went and then he's like reaching out for mom. And I was like, all right, let's go back to mom. And I go and I <laughs> hand him back to my cousin. And then he reaches back out to me. It's like, and they're like, oh, look at that. And, back to me and I was like, yeah. And then he reaches out to Liv. He's like, mama, mama. And he was just playing this game where we were passing him around in circles. And he was dissatisfied staying anywhere for a second. Um, and this was a really this was a really special meetup. Because I have not seen my cousin Morgan. Morgan is, uh, I want to say, uh, two to three years older than me. And I have not seen her honestly probably like six years um we haven't seen each other in person um and that's just because she moved to australia and uh you know i've I've never had my passport and uh when she moved to australia it was um you know there was a little family drama she has not she hadn't come back to visit the united states in a little bit um and then covid happened i don't know if you heard about that uh, but oh, no one was no, allowed in or out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was this whole whole thing. You should look it up. Um, but it was very special because it was this real like moment where we haven't been together, especially Liv, who is uh, like five to six years younger than me. Um, we haven't been together since we were far less developed um, and all in the same room as all of our parents. And, you know, we used to have family parties like every single month. This was a thing in, in, on my mom's side of the family. Once a month, we would sell a big Italian family. We would celebrate all of the birthdays of that month. Um, but it was always in the context of like our parents getting together and then us also getting, and we always looked forward to it, but this was the first time that it kind of felt like we're adults and we can just see each other. Like, we can just make plans and, like, not right. even tell our parents about it. And that's, like, fine. Um, and due to some family drama, we're not telling our parents about it. <laughs> now it's on a podcast, but it's okay. <laughs> um, it's fine. But, yeah, man. Um, I don't know. It was really special. There are Things are a little hot in the family right now. Uh, not, like, well, 
things are a little hot and heavy in the family right now. There's a little bit of drama going on uh, between a few of the aunts and uncles. And it was really special to know that we had grown up, not to say we had grown up past them, like past needing, needing them or whatever, but like we've kind of grown up into this new era where like we're the adults. And if we wanted to go back to having like family parties, we could do that with like mm -hmm. the cousins. Like we could just do that. I mean, it's hard because we're so spread out, but like we could do that. And it's, I don't know. It's cool knowing that our generation actually grew. It's just a bit of a reunion and it's, it's, That's... it was very special. That sounds absolutely wonderful, and I have nothing but jealousy for you. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, um, it was a really nice night. It was a nice time. I know Liv really appreciated it, too. Family drama's been happening, and in particular, it's, like, I guess with with my Liv's and my mom, and also with Morgan's mom, uh, have been the to kind of heading a lot of it we'll say and it was really nice for us as their children to be officially separate from that and have our own relationship because i don't know it just do you have that with family members where you feel like you don't have real relationships with them outside of like family parties and like do you have anyone in your family that you, I don't know, almost wish you could be closer to, but like there's just a, anytime you're together, it's in the wrong context or like it's always around your parents or no. How big is your family? All my is... family's dead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, I know. Um, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. So, so I genuinely don't know. I can't relate. Like I have no, I can't relate. Um, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I this can't is... relate. <laughs> because so, okay, I know, wait. I know that you've lost family members, but I didn't, I, I don't so, think I fully okay. knew like how big your family was in total. So, Yeah. So, um, maybe this is what the podcast is about today is maybe this is the heaviness that hey, you're like, how family. heavy could we get today? I... Um, <laughs> so it's like pretty morbid. Oh, That's how heavy. Okay. All right. Um, so, okay. So my mom has one sibling, my aunt who passed mm -hmm. away in 2009. She had two kids, um, Allison and Jeremiah. And Allison passed away in 2008 in a car accident. Basically, my aunt and my uncle were separated at the time when she passed. And my cousin Jeremiah ended up kind of like, there's no like picking or choosing sides, but there was like a lot of tension between my mom and my uncle hmm. um, at the time. And we're kind of like estranged now. Like we used to do like everything together when my aunt was alive, you know, we were just like around each other. And then like over the years, he's just kind of like, he's just not the same. And like, go, like just isn't around. So I actually didn't even invite him to my wedding. Um, because I don't even really know him, which is really sad. Um, but what I can say is that my cousin, before she passed was my best friend and we were like inseparable. Um, so 
the reason I say that I'm jealous of you is because one of the biggest things that I struggle with in my adult life is the feeling that you're explaining. Like I, oh wow, we're a little, we're a little emotional. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. I didn't, I didn't um, so I struggle with the what could have been um, mm -hmm. all the time. Not only with like my cousin, but also with my aunt. But so there's that side of my family. Um, and then my mom has like second and third cousins that we see like every now and then. Um, but we, I don't really have a relationship with them either because they live very far away. So even then we don't like, I don't know. I don't know them. I've tried to be like, Hey, we should all get together and like be cousins, even though we're like distant cousins and like try to like have some sort of like family something every year because I crave obviously that like relationship. Um, and then on my dad's side, my dad has two sisters, one in which I've met maybe once my entire life. Um, maybe a couple more times than that, but not often. I really don't know her. Um, and then the other one who my dad doesn't even talk about or even talk to. So I know one of her kids. Um, and I've met them once because they live in Europe. So I really haven't even, like... I don't really know, like... Like, I love her, and I care for her, and, like, we've... Like, sure, but you, you don't know her. I don't know really. her at all. Um, and then my dad's other sister, the one that he's on good terms with, they... I, I like, have met them all again maybe in total three times in my entire life. So, I, like, I have... This summer, my... So, my grandma has a sister like a half sister that's younger than my mom. And so her and my mom are very close cuz they're only a couple years apart, but she is younger than my mom. Mm. And then she has a daughter and she and I are like we're literally the same age. And so I talk to her every now and then, but I haven't seen her. I mean, I never really grew up with her either, you know? Like we never really saw each other. So for the first time this summer we connected, but like with my mom and uh we call her sis, my mom's aunt technically <laughs> um but even then like i just we don't even really i i don't really have i don't really have family like that like i don't and that's like been that's like a that's really that sucks that really sucks to me um so yeah there's that well hey listen there's a lot more to go into than that, too, because we're not just talking about extended family. I know that you have siblings, uh, and I could talk all day about my siblings also. Um, but let's talk about the word family. Let's talk about the emotional impact of family and what that means outside of blood. A lot of people aren't close with their families, and... Uh, yeah, let's talk about this. Something that I think is a very old-fashioned idea that I old-fashioned is a pejorative term. It has a negative connotation. And yes, I was saying it in that way. <laughs> but it, there's also good value to this. But the idea that family, like blood, is is worth more is more significant is you know 
like respect this person this is your aunt uncle grandfather sibling like you guys are family and i understand that i get that and i'm not saying it doesn't have value but i personally i don't think the dna comparison is what makes family special i think it's about your relation the fact that family family is your oldest probably your oldest relationships the relationships that you grew up with and you know some people have family that aren't blood related to them at all i mean you talk about like i mean not even just like people who adopt but like friendships that have lasted entire lives and i don't know there's so much more to family than just we we come from the same blood so i'm gonna make a lot of noise while i pull this over here make as much Um, noise as you can but this one of my close friends gave to me for i think it was for a birthday many many years ago Mm -hmm. and it said one loyal friend is worth a ten thousand relatives and um, i mean listen and I have to agree with that. And I think, you know, like, while we kind of talk about, while I bring up kind of my own feelings about not being close to, like, my family or not really having family, like, anymore that's living, um, what's a struggle, the struggle for me in that is because of the relationship that we had, right? Like, if if I wasn't close to them, yeah, it would have still affected me, but not to the extent that it really affects me today. Because my, like, my aunt and my cousins, like, Allison and Jeremiah, I say cousins as if there's, like, 30 of them. There's My my aunt and her children were at every, we were together all the time. I mean, all the time. I, in the summers, my mom would send me over to my grandma's. And me and Allison would be there all day together and we'd do things. And, like, we literally grew up as, like, best friends. So, like, part of me really struggles with that because of the closeness of the relationship, right? But I also have friends that I've chosen in my lifetime that are close enough and I care about them with that same intensity, like, so, like, for you example, right? Like, when I have children, you will be Uncle John, right? Like, you would just be <laughs> Uncle John, because you have to be. Yes. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? Um, and same thing with, like, with, like, a couple of my other really, really close friends, is these are people who I'm going to, like, raise my children to, like, in a sense, believe, you know, that they're they're family. They'll know that they're not, like, blood-related, but they are family. They're part of our, our family, and I think that, you know... I think that that's really important to have people like that in our lives. And like, even with Danielle, right? Like Danielle's a close friend of mine that I met only a couple of years ago, but I've kind of infiltrated their family. Right. And I'm now like, I, I mean, I go to bingo with Danielle and her mom on Wednesdays, right. To be with them. And then her Danielle's aunt comes and like, they're all like this, like I'm part of the family drama. I get to hear about all the drama in my family. I know everybody, everybody knows me. I exist in that family as family you know yeah like i'll go to like thanksgivings like celebrations or i'll be there on new year's and i'll be around for christmas and and i think that that says something too because that fills 
for me that feels almost like a void right like that's that feels like family yeah. to me like that's just as important i, th- I think that is family you it know? is i i there are going to be so many people that are like not going to be seeing their families for Thanksgiving this year. I actually might not be seeing my family like on Thanksgiving um, because with like lives in my work schedules, we like would likely if we go home for Thanksgiving, you know, it's just to Connecticut from New York. So it's not crazy, but like, right I don't away, yeah. I don't have a car. Uh, and yeah, when you think of like taking the subway to Grand Central plus the train ride there then from that train station like our dad picks us up and brings us back home door to door that's like three and a half to four hours and what we might what we might have to do is go there thursday morning and then leave thursday night because we both might be working on friday is just what yeah our job situations might be um and so was something we're talking about is we might even celebrate like on saturday like my our parents might just come down to the city on Saturday and like I would host, I actually offered to host Thanksgiving at my place this year, which would be like very cool and would feel like a little, I don't know, a little like benchmark, not benchmark, uh, uh, stepping stone of yeah. adulthood that I, I don't know, well, I think is really cool. But well, but know- on Thursday, I don't know if I'm going to be with my parents and I'm kind of like, I kind of want to see who's around in the area and also is like not seeing their family for Thanksgiving and maybe try to do a little thing. And, you know, yeah. it just, and I, I, so I started a fun little tradition that we paused last year because of an incident that I will not be speaking of. Actually, I'll tell you about it. It's hilarious, but, okay. but later I'll tell you about it. Okay. Um, maybe I'll tell you about it now. I'll tell Maybe I'll tell you about it. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I used to, when I was working at, um, like in the emergency department, there's, you know, seniority is a thing. So you don't always get the holidays off that you want. Um, And closer to the end of my time working at Children's, I would get the time, the holidays that I wanted because I'd been there long enough, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So there was a couple Thanksgivings where I had to work on Thanksgiving and couldn't go home to Connecticut. So I um, started the tradition of having a literal, like, Friendsgiving. But, like, in replace, like, to replace like Thanksgiving because I wouldn't be able to make it home just because of like everything else that was going on. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I mean, I've made it, I mean, I've made it home for like 98% of Thanksgivings, <laughs> but, um, they, that, but that was like, that's wonderful. And that is so much fun to me because that also feels like family, right? We still do this. We do the same thing we would do on Thanksgiving, you know, but with all of our like close friends and like, Fam- they feel like family. Like we invite them all over because they do feel like family, and it's the people that I do want to spend. You know, I would want to spend a holiday with that are close enough to. Because otherwise, I'd have like I'd be like John. It is time for you to get up here for Friendsgiving. You must come here. It's like oh, an yeah. eight-hour train ride, but It'd it's be fine. right there. Um, I absolutely agree. And you know, there everyone always there's that saying of like you can't pick your family, and. Like, I technically, you can't pick who is blood-related to you, but let's break that open a little bit, because I think you can pick your family. Uh, I think it's really hard to do so, but I think there are people that you will just... Like, I, my closest friends are... Abs- they're my family. We all moved... Like, the three guys and I, we all moved to New York together, and now we've been living with Gab since, like, quarantine, and, like, they're just my family. And that's just, yeah. 
I think there's a real mindset that we are held back by that family deserves something inherently. And we've talked about that a little bit. Like when we were talking about parenting where like anyone can have a kid like yeah. physically anyone, I mean, you know, not anyone, but it, it does not take any kind of uh, moral spine or um, code of ethics to become pregnant or get someone pregnant and then have a baby right. that, that does not entitle you to anything. It's about, I think everyone, including parents, including, uh, including family members of all sorts need to earn your relationship. Right. I genuinely believe that. And, you know, because people are like your blood family and you grew up with them, your relationships are going to be very deep and very layered and it's like Maybe. more complicated than, well, if they're around. Yes. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, but there is at least like your entire life is centered around your relationships with them. Uh, and if they're absent, it's centered around that. Uh, and you know, I'm not going to say as a blanket statement that any family member who is treating you poorly cut them out. Um, because I think it's very, very complicated. Uh, however, I don't think we should continue as a society to hold ourselves to this, like, well, all signs say I should cut them out, but their family, them being blood related to you is not, does not mean that it's healthy to keep for them to be in your life. And no, and I can, I agree with that a hundred and ten percent. I know you I do. have, I have, so, well, so there's a couple of things, but I, I think I just, for the sake of time too, I'll explain this one situation, but, um, sure. I have family that comes around every Thanksgiving and Christmas and for birthdays sometimes. And my mom and my grandma have great relationships with them and that's totally fine. I, on the other hand, I'm like, see you later. Yeah. Like again, like I wish, you no ill will. And I acknowledge that you're part of my family, but, uh, you haven't been around for me and, why you don't would owe them I, anything. I don't. And I also like, you've never, you don't, you haven't done anything for me. Like, yeah. and I, and these are people who at one point were very close. And actually I, I, I shouldn't say these like people because there's two that I'm thinking of at the moment. And it's really only one of them now because the other one apologized, like hey. realized and apologized. And I mean, we're not like close anymore, but that no, meant but a lot to me because my something. feelings like were hurt by the whole situation where basically they both just like disappeared for a long time and then came back and expected everybody to be like, wow, it's so great that you're back. And yeah, was I excited for them to both be back and to be around again? Yes. But, uh, nobody ever acknowledged it up until recently. Like, you know, my one cousin mm -hmm. did. Um, and again, this is like a second or third cousin. Um, maybe it's a second cousin. I don't know. Math. It's a math thing, know, right? Math. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, like, nobody cool. acknowledged it. And then when I've expressed that I was upset and hurt because we had a relationship previously, and I was like, and then you came back and didn't acknowledge the fact that in this time I've grown up to be an adult and have feelings about this and have feelings about the fact that you've essentially abandoned me, considering we had such a close relationship previously. Like... And you don't, you're not going to acknowledge that to me out, like, 
even though I've brought it up that that's why my feelings are hurt, like, and that's why I act the way I act towards you. And I don't like, I don't act in a way that's like rude or mean, but I definitely don't try to have a relationship because you didn't try when you came back and you didn't try while you were gone. Like I had no idea where you were for five years. Like, and if you don't want to have a relationship with them, that's your right. If they want to have a relationship with you, they need to put the work in and earn it. Absolutely. And like this, this one, um, family member lives in like upstate New York and it's very far away from everything. And he's always like, nobody ever comes to see me or do this and that. And I'm like, well, it's not like you really ever ask, first of all. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're not even around. So why, like, I don't have a relationship with you. So why would I want to go spend my time? I mean, yeah, you have a beautiful house and a beautiful yard. But why would I want to spend my time with you, like, in the middle of nowhere with no cell service? Like, this is, like, the middle of nowhere. And the reason I say beautiful yard is because he has a shit ton of land. And, like, it's, like, gorgeous. Like, when you go up there, you're disconnecting. Because I've been up there, obviously. And I'm sure that's cool. And I'm sure if you wanted to have a family party, that would be a cool place to have a family party. Which we've gone to, like, Easter up there and done things like that. But, like, But who's going to want to have a one-to-one, like, visit if you guys don't have like conversation like if you guys right. aren't and, if the effort's not being put into the relationship and to make that even better like i go i went ahead and extended like an invite to my wedding and guess who didn't show up anyway Ooh, that's tea so <laughs> that's i don't know I'm so you tea. want you want a relationship with me but you don't show up it's not gonna happen if you want <sighs> to be in my life i deserve as equally as you deserve for us to both be putting in the effort. Yeah. So if I've done all that I can too in this relationship where I've expressed, Hey, my feelings were hurt by this. Like, and you don't respond to that or act some type of way about it or try to fix it. Then I'm done. I'm not going to spend the time doing it. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, like, again, I, I'm not like disrespectful towards them. I'm not like, I don't have any ill will towards them, but it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, cool. Happy you're here now. But again, still, while you're hanging out, you really haven't put in any effort. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, And that's, you know, why, why would one value a relationship like that over your friends that are actually there for you and are put, you know, Family, I think, should overall be held to a higher standard of, you know, and I mean, I, between family members, yeah, there can be a certain basis and understanding of we don't have to constantly check up on each other. Like, I'm I'm not talking about, like, quantity of, like, putting time into a relationship, because if your family... You know, like, I I mean, even, like, you and I, we've gone a long time without talking just because we're busy, but that's because we feel so secure in our relationship. And I think that makes sense to carry over into family relationships. However, if one person is like, hey, you're not trying to have a relationship with me, you know, maybe they should ask themselves, are they trying to have a relationship with you? Are they putting in the effort? Um, you know, if one side's putting in the effort and the other side isn't, 
I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's, I just, I, I mean, and especially like, like when you bring up our relationship, like I know that if anything were to happen to me, like tomorrow, you'd be here, probably one of the first people here. And I I can say about that one family member. Sorry, when I say I try, I mean the physical speed that I would have to go to get there first. Before Victor. (laughs) Would be extremely unsafe. Would I do it? Maybe. Would Victor also be going as fast as he could? Probably. So he might, like, beat me there, but... Maybe, but whatever. I would start... Um, I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, yes, I, I can't, yes, I would be there. I can't say that that one family member I was just referring to would be at all. Yeah. And and to put it in another perspective, right? Like, so I have an older half-sister, um, and she and I are 18 years apart. And yet we both put in an equal effort to be in each other's lives. Um, and we didn't even grow up to each other with each other. Like, wow. yeah. So it just, and that took work too, because that's like a whole, that's a whole different thing, right? That took like, yeah. Hey, I'm like 12 now and kind of like, huh, I kind of want to know my sister. Right. Like that took yeah, effort from me. And then for her to be like, cool. All right, let's figure it out. You know, like with that age gap, especially. And I feel like it's gotten easier as we've gotten older because it's we have more we can like relate to um, each yeah. other with. But it's it definitely wasn't like a overnight like, oh, yeah, this no. is my sister. We're best friends. You know, it's not like me and my sister who are five years apart and, right. you know, grew up in the same house. It's it's a whole different, you know, whole different yeah. ball game. you know. Which even that, like, even if you do grow up with like a sibling, I mean, I, I'm not saying this about my siblings, but it just brought up another point. Um, cause I actually have pretty decent relationships with both of my siblings, my younger siblings. But, um, even if you have siblings that you've grown up in the same house with and they don't treat you the right way, like, so be it. They're not deserving of your relationship automatically. They're not, they're right. not entitled. No one is entitled to a relationship. Uh, just, you know, full yeah. stop. You know, absolutely. And I think, uh, man, in terms of like navigating Thanksgiving, which is just you know the the hot family drama holiday. Uh, it is. It it's, really is. It's tough, man. It's. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's easier. Sometimes you're sitting down with relatives that you're like, ah, I don't really want to talk to you too much, and. I don't know. Uh, it's it's really easy, I think, to say, like, you don't actually have to have relationships with them. However, you might have to be sitting right next to them at the table if you're, I don't know, if your aunt came up with a seating chart or something like that. That's not the most radical thing <laughs> that I'm sure people deal with on Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know. Try to find some common ground. If you're not having a good relationship with that person, probably keep politics out of it. If you can, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. You know, for that um, one uncle that I was just talking about, um, I would like to say that last Christmas, my mom called him before he showed up and said, please don't talk about politics around Emily. <laughs> <She was laughs> like, I don't want anybody to get into an argument tonight. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I'm definitely being hypocritical for saying this but like sometimes it just isn't worth it yeah you know i mean it's very hard when i have a very hard time in that position if 
I think it depends. I think it depends on who the conversation is actively affecting, you know, oh, in, no, uh, in, in the uh, room. Oh, oh in, trust me. You know, yeah. Trust me. Um, Do I know that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for your uncle that just, like, not your uncle, but in general, all of you out there, for your uncle that just, like, really likes, like, Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Just really fucks with the Reagan administration. <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> it's just, you know. Yeah. Fucking whatever. Just pass the mashed potatoes and remember that you don't, you are, you, you absolutely don't have to have a relationship with that person. Here's, here's the And other don't, thing. don't give them the, don't give it to them. Don't and give them the. If it causes you too much stress to even like be around your family for Thanksgiving and you feel all this pressure. Just, just like, try do your it. best to like either show up and not like get into it with anybody and just be there and just try to ground yourself the entire time or don't go or don't go because that's <laughs> it's okay. okay it's it's okay to not go <laughs> of i mean and all these people are out there right now are you know all these people have parents that will just emotionally beat into them at the suggestion of not going to thanksgiving and it's sad and it's unfair um and mm -hmm. you know if you are not like not everyone is equipped not i don't know if my parents talked to me that way if my parents like really put me down for like not having time i'm very lucky that my parents understand that i have a busy schedule uh if my parents talked down to me and were aggressive in, in like in that sense i wouldn't be able to navigate that well but regardless of what you're actually able to do remember that it's wrong and you deserve to have relationships with who you want to have relationships with you deserve to go to only the family gatherings that you want to go to you are an independent person and you can in a sense choose your family you can choose the qu quantity of time that you spend with specific people or i mean at least hopefully you can work to a place where you are independent enough like financially or on your own or whatever where you can make those decisions it's Absolutely. i guess i shouldn't say in general that everyone <laughs> is able to do that because i'm sure people are a lot of people are living at home and aren't but you have yeah. the right to make those decisions if your parents are divorced and you don't know which house to go to. Maybe don't go to either house. <laughs> don't go to either house. That way it's fair. Make them come to you. They can come. To, yeah. Imagine. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We don't uh, know the answers. Maybe we don't know the answers. Helpful, helpful suggestions. And I know it's such a hot topic. Like family is such a an intricate, uh, an intricate thing. Like yeah. there's so many like politics that play out in general within families and. Yeah. I mean all That's the best <laughs> all the to... best dramas are family politic based yeah. and it's for a reason cuz no one no one gets under your skin. No one gets under your skin like family does cuz they they know you. Mm. And uh you know just do your best. That's all it's you're all doing you can great. do. Yeah. And it's going to be fine. It's going to be so fine, Emily. Yes. What we learned today? Oh, we learned that um, the only members of your family that matter are the dogs. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, you should pet them. You have to pet the dogs. 
when I said no one is automatically entitled to a relationship with you, that is excluding dogs. Dogs are entitled to 100% of your attention all the time, and they don't have to put in any of the work. Just pet that dog. These are facts. Full stop. These are facts. Um, We also learned that um, family doesn't have to be blood. No, it does not. Family is whoever loves you and and whoever you love. And one loyal friend is worth 10,000 relatives. Do you know how many relatives that is? 10,000. That's more probably than you have. (laughs) That's on even on Christmas Day. It's probably more than how many you see. This is a fact. Yeah. <laughs> and then we also learned that if your family stresses you out around the holidays and you don't want to go somewhere, don't go there. It's just really go. up to you. And if you have to go or you feel like you should go or you mm-hmm. just end up there, that's fine. Yeah. But just you, sometimes you do want to avoid the the yeah. drama. It makes sense. Keep to yourself and just yeah. ground yourself and then leave. You don't have to stay. Like maybe eat some food and then, you know, Get the hell out of there. Get the hell out of there. <laughs> and, you know. And we hope that uh, your Thanksgiving has minimal family drama because we can't say none because yeah. that's never the case. Well, it wouldn't be a Thanksgiving without a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> family drama with a side of mashed potatoes, baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite type. Cheesy anyway. garlic family drama. Anyways. And you know what? We could be your family. We love you. Oh my god, we love you so much. We're your family. And we're doing we're I was gonna say you're doing great. You're doing great and we're doing great. Yes. All of us are our whole big mental sink family. We're doing great. Yes. We love you. And you god. know, one loyal friend is worth ten thousand thousand relatives. Go eat some turkey. You turkeys. Yes. Are we happy?